Ladies and gentlemen, the following segment of the podcast is presented exclusively by Hillsdale College. For over 175 years, four purposes have defined Hillsdale's mission, learning, character, faith, and freedom. Thank you for listening and my sincere appreciation to our brothers and sisters at Hillsdale for their great sponsorship. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Mark Levin, our number, 877-381-3811, 877-381-3811. Well, I want to thank our greedy media corporations, big media, big corrupt media, for conducting and participating in and promoting a rational, mature, thoughtful discussion about mass shootings without facts without data without truth I want to thank them very much over at the view the yentas over there stupid as always I want to thank them for their contribution I want to thank all the hosts the reprobates over at MSLSD and their parent company NBC And their parent company, Comcast, you're doing a hell of a job. And then, of course, there's the constipated news network, where they all look constipated. I want to congratulate them on their fantastic discussion of this issue. I want to thank the repubes on Capitol Hill, the rhinos led by the chief rhino, Mitch McConnell, followed by John Cornyn and their ilk. They're discussing, basically, gun control with the Democrats. It's bipartisan, which means the Republicans are going to cave. I want to thank them for their genius. And the Democrats, who should thank them more than I? Six gun control votes that they're putting up, none of which would have prevented Uvalde and the attack there. Good job over there, you ideological morons. Excellent job. Can't thank you enough. And then, of course, there's the dummy-in-chief, Joe, excuse me, Joseph Robinette Biden Jr. 
with a hair standing up on his legs. Joe's no Harry Truman. The buck doesn't stop with Joe. No. Nothing stops with Joe. He's as dumb as they get. And he's been fantastic. He put together a group of people to look at everything involved in these mesh. Oh, he didn't. He's not even participating in the discussions. We demand gun control. First of all, it's just the AR-15. Oh, is that the only rifle out there? Oh. Then it's 9mm pistols. That is guns. The most popular handgun in the country. The same party that lets recidivist, violent criminals out the back door, if they even get in the front door with their fantastic Soros prosecutors, they want to be in charge of what you can and cannot own because they know how to protect the American people. That's why there's skyrocketing crimes in every major Democrat-run city in the United States of America. Every single one. So let's turn to them. They have some of the most repressive gun laws, not in the country, on the planet. And they're doing a fantastic job of prosecuting not only murders, but those who violate those gun laws. Oh, you mean they're not? That's right. They're not. This is why this stuff doesn't get solved. I saw one program today on my favorite network, and I won't get into specifics, where one of the people was just saying, we've got to do something, we've got to do something. Are these two parties going to come together? Just pass something. Now, that's the old spirit. Just pass something. Just pass something. Please, pass something. For the Democrats, totalitarianism is the coin of the realm. What does that mean? We have a virus. They want to steal your liberty. They want to close down churches. They want to keep abortion clinics open. They want to close down small businesses while keeping large, international, global corporations wide open because they get so much support from them. And then we see the Pelosi's. What a fantastic couple. Nancy and Paul. Nancy. Everything shut down in the fantastic city of San Francisco. And she wants to get her hair done. She wants to get her hair done. Without a mask. Please do tell. And uh, then her husband. The drunk. The drunk. DUI. 82 years old. A DUI. With all due respect... Who the hell has a DUI at the age of 82? Have you ever heard of anybody else, Mr. Producer? I'm just curious. He's loaded, not just with booze. Can't get an Uber. I mean, given his past, the really horrific thing that happened with him and his brother, wouldn't you think he'd use his noggin? The guy's driving around in a Porsche, not an electric vehicle. Excuse me, not in an electric vehicle. They've got a fence and a wall around their winery, but no fence and wall to protect us on the southern border. What a wonderful couple, the Pelosi's. Disgusting. Disgusting. America can do better. I would hope, I would think. 
But what a fantastic bunch of politicians and media we have in this country that are tearing us to pieces because they're lying bastards. They're hypocrites up and down the chain. The Republicans stand for almost nothing. In the Senate, anyway, at least in the House, they're running on something. It's unbelievable. And then Joe Biden's complaining about his staff. They keep correcting me. Well, why don't you fire their asses, you jerk? What the hell's wrong with you? Oh. He, the Biden. The Manchurian candidate. Then we have the Attorney General of the United States. He intends to prosecute all crime, all crime, that he claims will benefit him and his party and the administration. Only Republicans commit crimes. Only Republicans have ever trespassed and paraded on the Capitol grounds. That's right. That's right. Only Republicans. Forget about the riots that took place when Donald Trump was being inaugurated. Forget about the riots that took place when the Republican National Committee held its convention on the White House grounds. Remember all that? Rand Paul was assaulted. Remember all that? Oh, no big deal. Supreme Court primary initial decision is leaked. They had to put up the riot fence because the Democrats are violent. And all the judges... Remember the judges? They said, we need more prison to throw all these right. Oh, they didn't? Oh, yes, yes, all those judges in Washington, D.C., they are tough. Oh, my goodness. Crime is through the roof in Washington, D.C. Murder, rioting, violence, non-mask wearers. Oh, we got to get those. Throw them in. Bail reform. What does that mean, bail reform? It means no bail. It means letting people out. In the front, out the back. Defunding the police. Slashing their budgets. Writing BLM initials all over town. Oh, that's so cool. They ripped off their donors. Where's the Department of Justice? Is it investigating them? Is it prosecuting them? I hear crickets. I see cockroaches at the Department of Justice, but I hear crickets. Oh, and you know Donald Trump was interfering with an election. Oh, my God. Now, the Democrats didn't interfere in 2000. No. Not what they did in Florida. Not what the Supreme Court of Florida did. No, 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 no. You don't understand. The hanging chads, the chads, the poke. They didn't poke. They did poke. The endless litigation. Oh, and then... Then there was a meeting in the Capitol building as required by the Constitution and the federal statute. And there they are objecting that George W. Bush is an illegitimate president. Anybody hold a hearing on Democrats? No. Because they're not violent. Oh, yes, they are. Oh, no. Not the Democrats. Then Donald Trump wins the election. Fair and square in 2016. The Democrats are caught off guard. They swear that's never going to happen again. So they change the voting systems in one state after another, especially the battleground states. Look, we have the virus. We need drop boxes. Excuse me? 
drop box. People can't be expected to vote in person. Drop boxes. And so their lawyers are spread out. Slip and fall lawyer after slip and fall lawyer. Ambulance chasing law firm after ambulance chasing law firm. They they play the governors who are in their party. They play the courts that are elected in many cases in the states that are in their party. They all work together. Can you prove it, Mark? Absolutely, especially in Pennsylvania and states like that. And I have, day after day. Day after day. Russia collusion. Russia collusion. Michael Sussman. Found innocent. By a jury of his peers. Truly a jury of his peers. Three of them had donated to the Clinton campaign, which he represented. One of them donated to AOC. The judge was an old buddy of his from Justice Department days. Another juror's daughter played on the same athletic team as the defendant. And the judge in the case so narrowed the case, made it very difficult for the prosecution in a city that voted 92% for Joe Biden against Donald Trump. Yes. A jury of Mr. Sussman's peers and political think-alikes. What do you expect, ladies and gentlemen? Justice? Justice? Can you imagine a jury, 92% Republicans, a city, 92% Republican? Should we have all of our federal trials in Idaho? What do you think? In Utah? The most Republican areas of the country? Should we do that? Especially when, especially when we're, we're charging Democrats. Don't you think that would be a great idea? You think you'd hear any complaints about that? I think you might. But don't worry. The Attorney General has a grand jury working. Because he wants to indict Donald Trump. His party wants him to indict Donald Trump. His media want him to indict Donald Trump. His children want him to indict Donald Trump. And yet he's got the, the memory of Robert Mueller. Have you heard this attorney general speak, Mr. Beducer? Another one. Another one. And you parents out there, you've got to know your place. Just because the NEA and the AFT are teaching your children to lop off their penises? Why is that a problem? We're not binary here. We're all kinds of things here. Or to add one? Yes, yes. You're just a bigot. You don't understand. Just because they're teaching your children to hate if they're one race... And if you're another race, to accept the hate. What's your problem, parents? And just because they're putting out books in the libraries on the sex trade, so your children at least they'll have a profession. At least they'll have a profession. It's a profession. It's what the book said. Some people like it. What's the problem? And so what if your kid's nine years old? You must be a bigot or a white supremacist. 
Welcome to the United States of the Democrat Party. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. Folks, it's no secret that Americans are more divided than ever, and it's not just over what policies will improve our great country. No, it's over whether America is great at all, whether America deserves our love. That's why Imprimus, Hillsdale's Digest of Liberty, is so important. Imprimus looks at the issues of the day from a constitutional perspective, reminding citizens always of our great heritage of liberty. For 50 years, Imprimus has featured speeches given at Hillsdale events by the smartest conservative thinkers and writers. These days, Hillsdale publishes people like Victor Davis Hanson, Molly Hemingway, and Chris Rufo. Over 6.2 million American households and businesses receive Imprimus absolutely free, and I urge you to sign up for it today at absolutely no charge. I always look forward to receiving my copy of Imprimus. My friends at Hillsdale and I want you to have a free subscription as well. To get your free subscription, go to levinforhillsdale.com right now, L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com. Well, ladies and gentlemen, as you know, I think Jonathan Turley's a very good lawyer, but I can't get him on my shows, so we're going to stop asking. He's ducking me. Ducking me. I said ducking me. Inflation, as you know, is completely out of control, and it was completely predictable, even 14 months ago. 14 months ago, even before the Democrats passed their massive spending bill. Even before that, the American, what was it called? The the, the rescue plan, the American rescue plan, and the trillions involved there. Because on March 5th, 14, Fifteen months ago, I said this, quote, the Democrat Party's dragging us over the cliff. They're hollowing out our economy. After half a century trying to be energy independent, we're finally energy independent. And they are destroying the basis for energy independence. So energy prices are starting to go up now. And by the way, the pressure on inflation has already started. Today. Today, it started. U.S. inflation expectations hit decades high as yields resurge. Bloomberg, U.S. Treasuries, tumbled anew on Wednesday. I will continue with this. Anybody who says this wasn't predictable or wasn't foreseen is out of their minds. They're lying through their seven teeth. I saw this 14 months ago. Easy to predict. Let's talk about what's going on to our economy and to each of you when we return. Folks, it's no secret that Americans are more divided than ever, and it's not just over what policies will improve our great country. No, it's over whether America is great at all, whether America deserves our love. That's why Imprimus, Hillsdale's Digest of Liberty, is so important. Imprimus looks at the issues of the day from a constitutional perspective, reminding citizens always of our great heritage of liberty. For 50 years, Imprimus has featured speeches given at Hillsdale events by the smartest conservative thinkers and writers. These days, Hillsdale publishes people like Victor Davis Hanson, Molly Hemingway, and Chris Rufo. Over 6.2 million American households and businesses receive Imprimus absolutely free, and I urge you to sign up for it today at absolutely no charge. I always look forward to receiving my copy of Imprimus. My friends at Hillsdale and I want you to have a free subscription as well. 
To get your free subscription, go to levinforhillsdale.com right now, L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com. This is the Ministry of Truth, the Mark Levin Show. Call in now, 877-381-3811. So just to be clear, it's Joe Biden who has destroyed our energy supply chain. It's Joe Biden, by destroying our energy supply chain, who has destroyed our food supply chain. Whether it is the production of food, the lack of fertilizer, the cost of producing food, the cost of moving it, the empty shelves... Joe Biden is responsible for driving up every drop of gasoline that goes into your car. That price is on him and his party. Period. It was obvious 14 months ago when he took his foot and put it on the throat of the energy industry. They can talk about profits and everything they want. It's not even about profits. It's about production. It's about refining. It's about shipping through pipelines and and trains and trucks. And it's not just oil. It's electricity. Electricity doesn't appear magically. It has to be produced. It's produced by coal. It's produced by fossil fuel energy. That's used to produce energy. It doesn't produce itself. It's not produced by solar. It's not produced by wind. Not enough, unless you want to freeze to death in in the winter. And die of heat exhaustion in the summer. These people have no idea how the economy works. They have no idea how these industries work. They're complicated. And the reason they do best when they're left alone is because the people who are actually involved in this day in and day out, the millions of people, to bring to you a gallon of gasoline, millions of people, know what each and every one of their small jobs are. But they don't know because they vote on legislation in Congress. They don't know just by getting elected to office how to do these things. And in terms of inflation, when you drive up the cost of energy, you create inflation. When you spend far more than you have, unlike you and me, we go bankrupt, the federal government prints it. You cause inflation. You drive down the value of the dollar so what you're taking home is worth less. So your pension is worth less. In the meantime, it takes more to buy the same product. The price goes up while your income goes down. Or the value of your income, the value of your pension goes down. This is basic stuff. Unless you're Biden and a Democrat. You think you're better than the laws of economics. You think if you pass a law, you pass a budget... You've got all kinds of power. You think you're godlike. You're not. 
It was all predictable by me when nobody else in this business was even talking about it. And Mr. Producer says you actually said it earlier. Well, it doesn't matter. My point is, long before Russia invaded Ukraine, long before. Cut 22, go. The Democrat Party's dragging us over the cliff. They're hollowing out our economy. After half a century trying to be energy independent, we're finally energy independent. And they are destroying the basis for energy independence. So energy prices are starting to go up now. And by the way, the pressure on inflation has already started. Today. Today it started. U.S. inflation expectations hit decades high as yields resurge. Bloomberg, U.S. Treasuries, tumbled anew on Wednesday, driving long maturity yields to their highest levels this week, pushing up inflation expectations. Inflation is on the horizon. That's me. Inflation is on the horizon. March 5th, 2021. Almost 14 months to the day. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I don't have thousands of economists advising me like they have at these major investment houses and in the federal government. I just have a brain between my ears. Unlike Biden, who has a sponge between his ears. A dry sponge that doesn't suck up anything. This is what they did. Because it wasn't a juicy topic, you didn't hear it anywhere else, really. Now, what else have I said? We're not only going to have prices going up, what have I said? We're going to have shortages. We're going to start to see at some point, I believe, I hope I'm wrong, but I believe, problem getting this fuel regardless of the cost. And we're going to have brownouts and blackouts, I've told you now, for months. In fact, I wrote about it 12 and a half years ago in Liberty and Tyranny, that if we stay on this path, with these envirostatists, I called them at the time, there's no question about it. Now... California has routinely, during its summer periods, brownouts, sometimes blackouts. And now they're going to have electric vehicles plugging into the same system with the same limited grid and electric capacity. In fact, less, because they've been shutting down all throughout this country. Nuclear power plants, hydroelectric plants, coal mines... And then the war on fossil fuels. What the hell do you think's going to happen? Or the reason to transition. Transition to what? It's just like the baby formula issue. They don't think two months ahead in this federal government. Not two months ahead. They'll tell you what's going to happen in a hundred years because it'll all be dropped dead by then. But two years, they don't even think ahead. Two months, don't think ahead. And so here it is. 
U.S. summer fuel shortages could be worse than the 1970s oil crisis, IEA chief says. That's the International Energy Agency. The United States and Europe could experience fuel shortages this summer that could be worse than the 1970s oil crisis as demand ramps up for travel season. The head of the International Energy Agency warned, said the current energy crisis could be worse and longer lasting than the shocks of the 70s. Back then, he said, it was just about oil. Now we have an oil crisis, a gas crisis, an electricity crisis simultaneously. There you are. There you are. The Green New Deal. The degrowth movement that I've been telling you about and writing about. That's what it is. A Marxist movement from the 1970s. Grew out of Europe. Adopted here in the United States by the Democrat Party. That soaks up all these radical ideologies. There you have it. Back then it was just about oil. Now it's oil, gas, electricity simultaneously. Oil prices spiked sharply as a result of the outbreak of the Yom Kippur War in 1973, as well as the Islamic Revolution in Iran in 1979. Watch how they they position this. This year, energy prices have been pushed upward after the Russia invasion of Ukraine, which has further disrupted already limited supply. The Russia invasion of Ukraine. Ladies and gentlemen, we were energy independent under Donald Trump. We were drilling. We've been expanding drilling. Our technology by those horrible oil companies has been so thoroughly improved. We have fracking. We were shipping oil out of the country, exporting it. 18 months ago. 18 months ago. This has nothing to do with Russia's invasion of Ukraine. I'll get to that later. Gas prices have soared nationwide, hitting record highs over the Memorial Day weekend. Now, last time I was in Florida, about a month ago, I told you the price at the local station went from $4.19 regular for a gallon, in the area where I am, to four twenty nine before I left. And I had stayed two or three weeks. Been gone a month and came back. You know what it is now, Mr. Producer? Four sixty nine a gallon. You're at five oh nine in New York, but it went up literally fifty cents in one month. Fifty cents. How do people deal with this when they're on fixed incomes? How do people deal with this when they're on minimum wage? How do people deal with this when they're middle class and they have other expenses to deal with on top of everything else? Motorists and you know, the other day Donald Trump said, I think it was in Wyoming, he said the price of a gallon of gasoline has gone up to $9 a gallon. And he was mocked, I think, from the Associated Depressed or one of them said, no, it hasn't. It has exceeded $8 a gallon in one of the stations in California. It's amazing. Donald Trump will say something like that and they throw all their fact checkers at it, you know, all their liberals. But Biden lies over and over and over again about his scholarships, about his IQ, about his grades, 
about where he lived when, about the swimming pool and the leg hairs and on and on and on. Lies and lies about serious things, too, which include his son's dealings and double dealings and the millions of dollars that poured into his family from foreign governments, regimes that are aiming nuclear weapons at the United States as I speak. No big deal. Got to get Trump. On average, gas in the Golden State is six fifteen a gallon, so that's regular. That's the lowest. More than in any other state in the nation. And these Democrats want to turn your country into California because the Democrats took Reagan's California and turned it into Mao's California. It's a disaster. In L.A. County, gas prices reached a record six sixteen per gallon over Memorial Day. Almost $2 from a year ago. Almost up $2 from a year ago. That's because we're not importing Russian oil. You kidding me? You kidding me? Like I said on March 5th of 2021, 14 months ago and before. They're killing the energy industry. The reason Biden can't and won't do anything about it, folks is because this is driven by ideology, not economics. This is driven by ideology, not reality and practicality. That's why he won't do anything about it. This is his party. You vote Democrat, you're voting for higher gas prices. You vote Democrat, you're voting for empty shelves and higher food prices. You vote Democrat, you're voting for baby formula shortages. And you vote Democrat, you're voting for inflation. I told you, we are in a recession. I don't care what the economists say. You are in a recession. And if they screw it up any further, you're going to be living in a depression. No joke. Analysts predict that more states will cross the $5 per gallon average by the 4th of July. Global oil prices also continue to tick up. Brent crude, the international benchmark, surpassed $123 per barrel, a two-month high. Texas, West Texas Intermediate, $118 a barrel. They're all hitting records. I remember when it was $40 a barrel. What did Trump do, the businessman? He bought as much oil as he could to put it in the oil, strategic oil reserve. And guess who's drained it out? Biden. And to what end? To what end? To no end. I'll be right back. Mark in. Folks, it's no secret that Americans are more divided than ever, and it's not just over what policies will improve our great country. No, it's over whether America is great at all, whether America deserves our love. That's why in Primus, Hillsdale's Digest of Liberty is so important. Imprimus looks at the issues of the day from a constitutional perspective, reminding citizens always of our great heritage of liberty. For 50 years, Imprimus has featured speeches given at Hillsdale events by the smartest conservative thinkers and writers. These days, Hillsdale publishes people like Victor Davis Hanson, Molly Hemingway, and Chris Rufo. 
Over 6.2 million American households and businesses receive Imprimus absolutely free, and I urge you to sign up for it today at absolutely no charge. I always look forward to receiving my copy of Imprimus. My friends at Hillsdale and I want you to have a free subscription as well. To get your free subscription, go to levinforhillsdale.com right now, L-E-V-I-N for Hillsdale.com. So here we have the United States Secretary of the Treasury who says this in response to Wolf Blitzer. I guess they injected him with something to wake him up. I don't know. Cut eight, go. But it wasn't just the president who got it wrong a year or so ago. I want to play for you what you said about inflation last year. Listen to this. Why don't you play what I said about inflation last year, you jerk? As a matter of fact... What did you say about inflation last year? Go ahead. Um, I, I think there's a small risk, and I think it's manageable. I don't anticipate that inflation is going to be a problem, but it is something that we're watching very carefully. Was it a mistake, Madam Secretary, to downplay this inflation risk? Did that contribute to the problems we're all seeing right now? Well, um, look, I, I think I was wrong then about um, the path that inflation um, would take. As I mentioned, there have been unanticipated and large shocks to the economy that have boosted uh, energy and food. All right, pro- thanks for nothing. I think it was. A, what, what, why does everyone sound like Susan Collins? Something going on in Washington, D.C.? Great job there, Madam Secretary. You should resign. I'll be right back. This segment of the podcast is exclusively sponsored by Pure Talk. Pure Talk offers great coverage and can save your family money on your wireless bill every single month. Go to puretalk.com to find the plan that's right for you. Thank you again for listening, and thank you so much for this sponsorship, Pure Talk. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hello, America. Mark Levin here. Our number, 877 Wouldn't it be amazing, Mr. Producer, if the first hour of this program was on television? People would actually see how passionate I am. Not just hear it in my voice. Passionate. We're the number one primetime Sunday night show in all of cable news. Period. And it's week after week after. Even my rerun last week beat most shows. The number one book last year, 2021, fiction or nonfiction. I don't tell you it. Nobody's going to tell you it. The second biggest radio show in America, and this show airs for many people, frankly, at a very inconvenient time, but... Here we are, in a slot that 20 years ago, you couldn't sell for a penny. We've taken all comers, 
from all competition and have defeated them. Over at the Blaze, we have Levin TV, which is wildly successful. And no, it's not because of me. It's because of you. And that's why I'm just thinking out loud. Can you imagine the first hour of this program, even taped late at midnight or 11 p.m.? I'm just thinking outside the box. Can you imagine a fourth hour on radio? Or a brand new hour on the podcasting? Man, it's because of you. All right, let's get on here. Baby formula. Now, most of us don't use baby formula. But it's a sign of a diminished country that we can't feed our babies. That is, babies who don't drink from a mother's breast. And there's a lot of reason that a lot of babies don't, and I don't need to get into it. Everybody here knows why. And so all the talk about our children, and look, look what's failed. Now, the non-Harry Truman, where the buck never stops at his desk, blames everything on everybody else. But here's the Wall Street Journal. Baby formula shortage worsens, hitting low-income families hardest. So we're going to have brownouts and blackouts, shortages of electricity. We're going to have shortages of gasoline and oil. We're going to have food shortages generally. It's coming, they tell us. And now new data suggests that U.S. baby formula shortage is deepening, particularly hitting states in the South and the Southwest. Well, who cares about that, right, Northeastern liberals? Right, California liberals? Who cares about that? Nationally, 23% of powdered baby formula was out of stock. One quarter. In the week ended May 22, compared with 21% during the previous week, according to the latest figures from market research firm IRI. In the week, first week of January and before the recall of formula produced by Abbott Labs, 11% of powdered baby formula was out of stock because of pandemic-related supply chain shortages and inflation. How many of you have before, before this time lived through a supply chain shortage? None of us. How in the hell can you still blame the virus for this? Or Putin? You can't. It's Biden and his party. It's Biden and his bureaucracy. Before the pandemic, the normal out-of-stock range for powdered formula was 5 to 7%, according to IRI. Which pandemic? The virus pandemic or the Biden pandemic? The Democrats control everything. The media... The corporate boardrooms, the executive branch, Congress, most of the courts. What's the problem? Oh, they just want more power and more of your money and more centralization. President Biden will meet virtually on Wednesday with infant formula manufacturers. That's today. To get updates on the industry's efforts to increase production to address the national shortage. He's going to meet. To get an update? Not to meet to get an update. 
They can put a piece of paper in front of your face and give you the update. Government officials have said the shortage is especially acute for families that rely on subsidies from the federally funded Special Supplement Nutrition Program for Women, Infants, and Children, or WIC, WIC, as well as for infants with special dietary needs. This is why you can never rely on the government for your sustenance, for money. This is why you can never rely on the government. You have to be as self-sufficient as humanly possible. On May 12th, the Biden administration announced a program to increase imports of formula. Uh, excuse me, I proposed that 10 days before they did. And I'm not even in the damn government. Until U.S. production returns to normal. In addition, the Access to Baby Formula Act of 2022. Oh, good, they passed a law. That'll fix it. Oh, they passed a law. Allows families to buy formula products beyond what the WIC program rules allow. States including Kansas, Georgia, Texas, Montana, Tennessee. That's a lot of Republican states. Have continued to experience the worst of the shortage. Some 1.6 million infants were eligible for WIC assistance as of 2019, the most recent year for which data were available. The program is designed to provide formula at no cost to families and positions the federal government as the largest purchaser of formula. Okay, you understand that? The federal government is the largest purchaser of infant formula. The federal government cuts off the supply of infant formula. Would not the federal government know as the regulator and the supplier of the most infant formula, what its actions are going to do, Mr. Producer? About half of the infant formula nationwide is purchased by participants using WIC benefits. More than 50% of infants born in Mississippi, Arkansas, Alabama, Louisiana received WIC benefits in 2019. But don't worry, we have, a, we have an overall solution here, ladies and gentlemen. We've got a tremendous solution here. And not just for baby formula. For all food. For all agriculture. It was announced at a press conference today. You must have missed it. You were all focused on the Depp and Heard verdict which I don't give a flying you-know-what about. What? What happened? I don't care. How do you miss it? Day in and day out. He won. She lost. He won most of it. She lost most of it, okay? Case closed. Now, Tom Vilsack was the Secretary of Ag under a prior Democrat. He's the Secretary of Ag again. He's done such a fantastic job. You might recall America was the world's breadbasket at one point, that the federal government would be buying our wheat and our corn because we produced too much of it and they wanted to maintain prices so the market wasn't flooded. Remember all this? And then they would take that food and ship it overseas for poverty programs and provide some free food here in the United States of America. We don't do much of that anymore, do we? We don't do much of that. 
Well, what happened? Agriculture is so heavily regulated now. Thank you, environmentalists, who are basically warriors against the capitalist system, farmers, ranchers, whatever, food producers. So Tom has a great idea, folks. The same federal government that's created baby formula shortages, and this is very, very serious if you have a little baby that needs baby formula. It's not a joke. It's a big deal. And here's what the Secretary of Agriculture wants to propose to all Americans in the buildings just down the street from the Department of Energy. That's a frightening thought. Cut 10, go. It's why we're emerging from this pandemic with a majority of Americans vaccinated, record job growth, and historically low unemployment. But there's clearly more to do, and a transformed food system is part of what needs to be done. A transformed food system is part of how we as a country become more resilient and competitive in the face of these big and future challenges and threats. In other words, socialism, economic socialism. A transformed food system. What was wrong with the food system before the Democrats came to Washington? What was wrong with the food system before Biden became the occupant of the Oval Office? What was wrong with the food system when they could buy fertilizer? When diesel fuel wasn't through the roof? You talk about the price of fuel. Diesel fuel is easy, a buck, buck, fifty a gallon more. And that is passed on to you, the consumer. What do you think 18-wheelers use? You think they're running on electric car batteries? No. What do you think trains run on? Mostly electricity. Oops, there's a brownout. Oh, I guess the trains aren't going to move. But Tom Vilsack, Secretary of Agriculture, we need to transform our food system the way we've transformed our energy system, the way we've transformed law and order in our country. Oh, yes, yes. We've got a lot of transforming to do. And a lot of transitioning, too, but that for another day. Transforming our agriculture system. These dumb bastards will not leave any corner of this society alone, and they are destroying it. They've destroyed our culture, They've destroyed our economy. They've destroyed our currency and our finances. They've destroyed our classrooms. They've destroyed our history. They're always transforming. And here's why. The Democrat Party and the American Marxists never leave anything alone. Ever. And their work, such as it is, is never done. Transformation is a constant, infinite process. That's right. That's right. It's called anarchy. They're creating anarchy in the food markets. They're creating anarchy in the supply chain. They're creating anarchy on the southern border. They're creating anarchy in the economy with the gasoline prices. Soon you'll all be in lines. You'll be each other's throats. It's not Tuesday. What are you doing in line? 
Your license tag doesn't end in an even number. It's an odd number. You wait for Wednesday. What the hell's wrong with you? I can see it coming. You're not wearing a mask. Well, the masks don't work. There's a study. It works. A mask. You should be double masked. That's why you should be wearing a raincoat. You, you over there. You're a spreader. Oh. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. Stop paying for Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile social initiatives. Stop paying for their thousands of retail stores across the country that you never go to. Stop paying for their added perks that you never use. Pure Talk doesn't charge you for any of that garbage. Instead, they give you excellent 5G coverage on the same 5G network as one of those big guys. For half the cost, the average family saving over $800 a year. Now, I made the switch, and it's the best decision you'll ever make. You can keep your number, keep your phone, or get great deals on a new phone, like a Samsung Galaxy 5G for less than $2 a month. Unlimited talk, text, and 6 gigs of data, just $30 a month. Or choose unlimited data, and you'll still save a fortune. Go to puretalk.com and enter promo code Levin Podcast, L-E-V-I-N Podcast, and you'll save 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com, promo code Levin Podcast. Pure Talk is simply smarter wireless. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we know what the problem is. Inflation, gas prices. Food shortages, baby formula shortages. We know what the problem is. It's racism. The white dominant racist society called America. But for America. But for America, there wouldn't be racism. But for white dominant culture things would be just so fabulous oh yes wouldn't be murder every night in our cities true fentanyl wouldn't be crossing the border wide open every day would be Christmas but for the majority population in this white, dominant, disgusting country that should never have been founded in the first place. Period. Only in America, where the founders created this society, this republic, only in America do we face these issues because those damnable founders, those damnable founders, these people who are trying to come into the country illegally, and if the borders continue to be wide open, millions and millions of people from all over the world, it's because they don't know better. They don't know the racism and hate and inequity, inequality, sexism, binaryism and all the other isms that await them they just don't know 
and Tim Wise, who's an anti-racism educator on the fabulous MSNBC platform, which has the pulse of America. The pulse of America. He can explain it all. Cut for a go. So the irony is that we now have an incredibly dangerous country for everybody's babies, white babies, black babies, brown babies, everybody's babies, because white men a couple hundred years ago decided we needed to have all the weapons that we could possibly have and enshrine that in the Constitution to defend against those people. And the irony is that now white folks, white children, white families, just as endangered, we buy all these weapons in the wake of Obama's election. There was a big upsurge in weapons because folks were, oh, black dudes, the president, and they're going to come take our guns after Ferguson. When Mike Brown was killed, the Ferguson uprising, everyone said, we got to go get all these guns. And the irony is that that increase in gun ownership did not lead to self-defensive use of weapons to prevent, you know, burglaries or whatever. It led to an increase in suicide an increase in homicide. We are a less safe nation for everybody's babies because of this obsession. And this obsession goes back hundreds of years. You see, it's the original seed. We need to start over. Everybody was buying guns because they hated Obama, you see. Even today, everybody's buying guns because they hate Obama. You understand? Not because of riots, not because of undermining the police and making their police forces less effective. No, people are buying guns because of Obama and because they're white. And now white people are as worried as black people. Tim Wise has it all. How did he know? How did he how did he figure it out? This guy, this guy's a genius. Hey, hole, I'll be right back. Stop paying for Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile social initiatives. Stop paying for their thousands of retail stores across the country that you never go to. Stop paying for their added perks that you never use. Pure Talk doesn't charge you for any of that garbage. Instead, they give you excellent 5G coverage on the same 5G network as one of those big guys. For half the cost, the average family saving over $800 a year. Now, I made the switch, and it's the best decision you'll ever make. You can keep your number, keep your phone, or get great deals on a new phone, like a Samsung Galaxy 5G for less than $2 a month. Unlimited talk, text, and 6 gigs of data, just $30 a month. Or choose unlimited data, and you'll still save a fortune. Go to puretalk.com and enter promo code Levin Podcast, L-E-V-I-N Podcast, and you'll save 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com, promo code Levin Podcast. Pure Talk is simply smarter wireless. This is the nation's town hall meeting. And you can join in at 877-381-3811. Andrew Pollack, who has suffered a grievous, a grievous disaster in his own family when his beautiful meadow was murdered in the Parkland shooting case. And uh, he reached out to us and he wants to come on the program in hour three. So he will be on the program in hour three. Um, Myra, or Maria rather, Teresa Kumar is the CEO of Voto Latino. And this MSNBC, ladies and gentlemen, really is, really is a cancer on the body politic, a cancer on the culture. 
the company that owns it, ultimately Comcast, believes that in order to get ratings, it must promote the lowest form of hate and racism possible. They're trying to build a niche audience. That's what they're trying to do. Or some of you would say, niche. But you get the point. And so, you got a guy named Tim Wise, you just heard the clip. Why are people in many cases the opposite of what their name is? Tim Wise? Should be Tim Moron. And then we have Joy Reid. And Joy Behar. Joy, really? Case of Joy Behar ought to be Yenta. In the case of Joy Reid, it ought to be Bigot Reid. Oh yes, her past texts. Here is Maria Teresa Kumar, the CEO of Voto Latino. She has something very substantive and important to contribute to the debate. Cut five, go! And where it doesn't take 11 minutes for the police to respond to an active shooter call. That was the first thing that pricked my got my spidey senses going because in rich if this is in wealthy communities it don't take 11 minutes you got your sirens on you're motoring down and it took that long to even respond at all that got me very concerned what she's trying to say is it was racist this is sick she should be yanked off the air immediately that it's racist You see, the agenda never changes. What must it be like to wake up every morning with an incredibly low IQ and that amount of hate in your system? Go ahead. With uh, with a senator, a state senator there, and basically what you're echoing was what he shared with me that this was that had it been in a different part of town, it wouldn't have taken so long, and there wouldn't have been such a long response rate. Oh, really, really? Oh, well, that's good to hear from Marisa, from Maria Teresa Kumar, CEO Voto Latino. Mister Call Screener, would you open your microphone? Are you able to do that? Are we able to bring? Yes, sir. Rich, Richie Valdez. Your ancestry is what? So my parents uh, both are born on the American island of Puerto Rico. All right, so you a Puerto Rican American. And yet you're a, pa- you're a patriot. You don't like to say stuff like that. I got it. What kind of a name? The police chief there, his name, what? Oh, his name, Pete Arredondo. What kind of name is Arredondo, would you guess? I would have to guess it's Hispanic. It sounds familiar to me. Okay, so you have a Hispanic police chief discriminating, literally, literally, making decisions that will get kids killed, not because of misjudgment, grave misjudgment, but because of race? So this, as Mr. Call Screener presumes, and me, could be wrong, that this, this individual is Hispanic? That if it's a white part of town, he'll move more quickly? Go ahead, Richie. No, I saying, yeah, it, it totally seems appropriate to assume so. I mean, everybody, including the faces of the victims, it brought tears to my eyes when I saw those little kids because they looked like my kids. And mm-hmm. to think that this was racially motivated is beyond stupid. And yet, 
And yet Media Matters won't attack her. Mediaite won't attack her. The production staff, executives, CEO of MSNBC won't yank this guest or this host for making such an appalling, disgusting comment. It's, folks, it doesn't get any worse than this. It simply doesn't. And these are the people. These are the people who we're supposed to listen to. These are the people who want to bring America together. No, these are sick people. That's what they are. By the way, here's an update on uh, Nancy Pelosi's drunk husband, uh, Paul Pelosi, who was arrested. It's very interesting. Jesse Waters over there at Fox, they sought his, uh, his arrest. You know, the mug, they take the photo. They won't release it. He's no longer in custody, and they said, and they're not required to release it. That's awfully nice of them, don't you think, Mr. Producer? If that were a Trump family member or a DeSantis family member, or a Cruz family member, or a Cotton family member, or you go down the list, they would have that photo, and they'd be slapping it all over the place. But they haven't even asked. The next question was, were the cops wearing a video cam? And if so, would you release that? No, they won't release that. Well, what's the point of a video cam, Mr. Producer? So the video cam and the mugshot won't be released because he's not in custody any longer. Is that the test? He's not in custody any longer? Now I would imagine, America, that if this wasn't the vineyards outside of San Francisco a few hours, Helena, I believe in this case, of extraordinarily wealthy white Democrats, not in all cases, but in this case, that the mugshots in any video would be released. But because they are white-dominant Democrats, in a white-dominant Democrat area of the country, They won't release them. What does Bigot Reed think about that? What is her guest? What's her ass? What is it, her name? I don't even remember. Kumar! Isn't that like a blood thinner or something? Anyway, uh, Maria Teresa Kumar, the CEO of Voto Latino. I wonder what she thinks. That these rich... White, vineyard-owning, behind-the-wall-living, privileged, dominant people don't have to show their faces when they're arrested. Now, I'm sure over at Comcast-owned MSNBC, this will be mentioned all night long. I'm sure. 
And while I'm at it, this uh, George Conway, is this George Conway getting fatter? Am I, are my eyes deceiving me, Mr. Producer? I have had eye problems. This would be George Conway, the uh, putative husband of her friend Kellyanne Conway. I think we should start calling him George Costanza, don't you? Isn't that his name? Costanza. What did I say? Anyway, George Costanza. He's on the Morning Joe show with the banjo playing inbred from Deliverance, Morning Joe. Now, George Costanza Conway, uh, he is a menace. And Joe Banjo playing Deliverance, what's his last name? I don't remember. Scarborough, because I call him the morning schmo, so I forget all the time. These are two repubics or former repubics. This is what the rhinos, the never Trumpers, want our party to become, to be represented by the likes of a Costanza Conway and an inbred banjo playing actor. Let's take a listen. Cut 11, go. George, your reaction uh, to the verdict and the ongoing Durham investigation, where is this headed next? Well, I hope it's headed into the trash can because it, it should be the Justice Department should put an end to this ridiculous investigation now. Yes, case- it's a ridiculous investigation, as Kellyanne pointed out here and in her book. This jerk was offered a job by Trump and wanted to take it, then suddenly didn't, and then starts stabbing Trump in the back. And, of course, it's a ridiculous investigation, ladies and gentlemen, to get to the bottom of a Russia collusion. Look at all the information that, in fact, did come out as a result of this trial. Yes, George Costanza Conway. He knows best. The fact that Sussman charged the law firm for his time with the FBI doesn't mean he represented the Clinton campaign. No. This belongs in the trash can. There was nothing here. He agrees with the the foreman or the forewoman who said, proving my point about this jury in this case. Um, There's better things for the Department of Justice to do. We really don't need to bring this case. It doesn't really matter if you lie to the FBI. This This is what you get. Some guy from Wyoming trespasses on the Capitol Hill lawn. They'll send the SWAT team out to get him. Here, well, he's lying. What's the problem? This is Washington. This is a Democrat stronghold. We don't care. People lie all the time here. In fact, the FBI lies to us. We lie to the FBI. What's the problem here? Just don't step on the petunias on the Capitol grass. Don't step on the petunias. I know we have anti-war marches here going back half a century. I know. I know. We've had all kinds of riots and all kinds of violence here on the Capitol grounds. People weren't charged. I know. They stepped on the petunias. I know. But Frank Smith from Wyoming, we're going to throw the book at him. And by the way, you parents better shut up too. We have a special hotline just for you. United States of the Democrat Party. And then they had these fools, frauds, phonies like George Costanza Conway. A 
purposely is invited onto the Joe Scarborough show because they're trying to match how low their IQs can go. Two freakazoids. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. Stop paying for Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile social initiatives. Stop paying for their thousands of retail stores across the country that you never go to. Stop paying for their added perks that you never use. Pure Talk doesn't charge you for any of that garbage. Instead, they give you excellent 5G coverage on the same 5G network as one of those big guys. For half the cost, the average family saving over $800 a year. Now, I made the switch, and it's the best decision you'll ever make. You can keep your number, keep your phone, or get great deals on a new phone, like a Samsung Galaxy 5G for less than $2 a month. Unlimited talk, text, and 6 gigs of data, just $30 a month. Or choose unlimited data, and you'll still save a fortune. Go to puretalk.com and enter promo code Levin Podcast, L-E-V-I-N Podcast, and you'll save 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com, promo code Levin Podcast. Pure Talk is simply smarter wireless. Shooting at the uh, hospital in Tulsa this kind of early. And I'm going to give you what I know. Tulsa Medical Clinic. The shooter has been killed. Three people have been killed. Three civilians. That's all I know. That's all I know right now. So Biden's at the Coast Guard. Change of command ceremony today. And he's telling these young men and women... Are you ready to do what the Coast Guard needs to do? The Coast Guard is a military branch, just so you folks know. And it guards our coasts. That's why it's called the Coast Guard. But it also has an additional responsibility of protecting boaters, swimmers. It's a very, very important organization. Cut 14, go. We need to see more women at the highest levels of command in the Coast Guard and across every service in the armed forces. Yeah, that's what we need. More women. I've got no problem with that, but is that the goal of the Coast Guard? So if a woman is drowning out in the ocean, uh, does she care who saves her? I'm just curious about this. Go ahead. Sure, women have an opportunity to succeed and thrive throughout their professional careers, and that means providing support and resources so women can compete fairly and fully for promotions and make sure women are not penalized in their career for having children. Okay, first of all, this is what bugs me. Now we're defining a woman as somebody that has a child. We have a Supreme Court justice-in-waiting who wouldn't define a woman. So what is it? It's binary when they want it to be binary. It's everything's up for grabs when they don't want it to be binary. And in the end, he's the guy that's undermining women under Title IX. That is women's sports and women athletes. What a fraud and a phony. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to ask you a question. Did you know withdrawing your cash from the bank can be very risky? That's right. Banks are now required to spy on us for the government. And they report any behavior they think is suspicious. It's true. 
And I was shocked when I read the secret war on cash from Swiss America. The new war against cash is really a war against the Constitution, against all freedom-loving Americans. So you need to read the war on cash. Get your free copy by calling 800-630-1492, 800-630-1492, or visit SwissAmerica.com. Now, this war on cash is growing daily and also includes all forms of digital money. Please get and read The Secret War on Cash free to my listeners by calling now, 800-630-1492, 800-630-1492, or visit SwissAmerica.com. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hello, America. Mark Levin here. Our third hour, our number, 877-381-3811-877-381-3811. Since Comcast's MSNBC and MSNBC's Joy Reid and Joy Reid's guest, the two of them brought it up. The police chief of the Uvalva School District donated money to Act Blue in December 2017 that was earmarked for Beto O'Rourke, a man who pretends to be Hispanic. So what we believe to be the Hispanic police chief donated money to the Irish candidate Beto O'Rourke who pretends to be Hispanic and all this is relevant to Joy Reid and her guest over at MSNBC not the slaughter no the politics that they try to project on top of it these are truly sick people and they're given a platform why? They shouldn't be given any platform whatsoever. Politico is very upset about Tom Cotton. Politico is the reliably left-wing Democrat hack operation. With an exception here and there so it can pretend to be a news operation. Tom Cotton's rigid conservatism is the title. You'll never see a story about AOC, about AOC's rigid Marxism or socialism. or No, no, no. See, Tom Cotton is a rigid conservative. In other words, he's a principled man. He doesn't say no when asked about 2024, but the Arkansan does rule out giving ground on much, from immigration to criminal justice to foreign policy. What's wrong with that? Everybody can't be Mitch McConnell. Everybody can't be Mitt Romney. Everybody can't be Larry Hogan. Politicians don't enjoy, but most change positions at least once in their careers. Then there's Tom Cotton. This is how the story is written by Burgess Everett. Is Burgess a man or a woman? Oops, sorry. Uh, Those categories don't count anymore. From restricting legal and illegal immigration to hawkish foreign policy to criticizing the nation's under-incarceration of criminals. And he's right about all of that. In fact, he's, he's an attractive candidate, if you ask me. The Arkansas senator keeps staking out hard-line positions. They're only hard-line positions if you're weak. They're only hard-line positions if you're a leftist. They're mainstream traditional positions 
if you're a constitutionalist, you idiot. In anticipation that fellow Republicans will come to him, a small government as they come on, as small government as they come on every issue other than national security. Uh, excuse me, have you read the Constitution lately, you moron? National security is the job of the federal government. Cotton is a 1980s throwback, mentioning former President Ronald Reagan ten times in a lengthy interview with Politico. Man, he is an attractive candidate, don't you think, Mr. Producer? And he sees his rigidity, rigidity, as a feature, not a bug of his brand of immovable politics. <coughs> I have strong opinions. I stick to those views. Not till I feel vindicated. Until I am vindicated on the facts, as I have been on almost every point, Cotton said when asked if he feels redeemed by his steadfast views. His rigid, steadfast views. Not a matter of I feel vindicated. It's a matter that I've been vindicated. Good for you. It's the way to tell the jerk. Cotton doesn't say no when asked if he's planning to run for president in 2024. And for a party still reeling from the peripatetic ideology of Donald Trump. Oh, what a word. Cotton could offer a predictable alternative. He builds few bridges to Democrats and isn't afraid of clobbering Republicans either. You know. Tom Cotton and the rest of the nation, I want you to know something. This is the way they treat principled conservative Republicans. Whether the name is Ronald Reagan, Donald Trump, Ron DeSantis, Ted Cruz, Tom Cotton. Any Republican nominee for president is going to be treated this way, just so you know. They're going to be brutalized, they're going to be attacked. Unless they're sellouts, like potentially a John Cornyn or a Mitt Romney or something like that, who they opposed anyway. And then in the end, if they get the nomination, it'll attack them too. Cotton said, we have an election right in front of us that's highly consequential, so I'll get beyond that election before I start thinking about any future elections. It's an understatement to say Cotton is a polarizing force in American politics. Just ask mild-mannered left-wing kook Senator Gene Shaheen, who angrily replied to Cotton's criticism that the Democrat Party is conciliatory toward Russia. That dog won't hunt. Oh, that Gene Shaheen. She's always so sharp. Look how this article is pasted together. Cotton was once the youngest member of the Senate, and after more than seven years in the chamber, he's still the third youngest at 45. Barely two months into his tenure, Cotton upended global foreign policy with a letter to Iran's leaders informing them that any nuclear agreement with then-President Barack Obama could later be voided by the next commander-in-chief. Now, how off was Cotton? This from today's Jerusalem Post. Iran could have four crude nukes in three months, says the think tank. I told you they're about to break out. And everyone's going to say, oh my God. Iran could have four crude nuclear bombs within three months if it decides to cross the nuclear threshold, said the Institute for Science and International Security. This would not be the same as having full-fledged nuclear weapons. Oh, okay, it must be okay then. Which could be delivered on a ballistic missile. That might only take six months. 
but it is a more serious threat than the enriched uranium that Israel and others have faced from the Islamic Republic. So who was right when he was in the Senate for two months? Tom Cotton was right. Who was wrong? Obama and Biden. And you morons of Politico. Meanwhile, I have to read this in the Times of Israel from the Associated Depressed. Iranian hack attack on Boston Children's Hospital thwarted by FBI. Says it's... Director Christopher Ray, Ray tells a Boston College cybersecurity conference that his agents learned of the planned digital attack on the Children's Hospital in Boston from an unspecified intelligence partner, got the hospital the information it needed last summer to block what would have been one of the most despicable cyber attacks I've seen, said the putative FBI director. And quick actions by everyone involved, especially at the hospital, protected both the network and the side kids, excuse me, and the sick kids who depended on it. What was that paragraph? That Burgess, uh, Burgess Everett. Maybe Burgess is a he, she. I'll say he, she, so I don't offend him or her. Cotton was once the youngest member of the Senate. Barely two months into his tenure, he upended global foreign policy with a letter to Iran's leaders informing them that any nuclear agreement with then-President Barack Mehmet Benito Obama could later be voided by the next commander-in-chief. Wow. That's unbelievable. He served two combat tours in Iraq and Afghanistan. And he beat Mark Pryor. Remember that jerk? I mean, remember that guy? Democrat. Arkansas by 17 points in 2014. His favorite food is birthday cake. You know what? Mine is too. Mine is too. Cotton said he's committed to continue to provide Ukraine with the money from Congress, even if Republicans take back the Senate majority. Good for you. I agree. Questions about Biden's Ukraine policies which have been praised by some Republicans, elicited a lengthy diatribe about the president. He's been terrible in Ukraine. The Ukrainian war is a massive failure of deterrence. It's primarily Joe Biden who failed to lead the Western response in the lead-up to Vladimir Putin's invasion of Ukraine. That's all factually accurate. But Rand Paul may not agree. Now, they hate Rand Paul, too, but this is the game that the Burgesses, the Hishis, play over at the Politico. At Politico. So I read this thing and I said, wow, Tom Cotton. Guy would be very, very good. Very, very good. And maybe one day the he, she, Burgess might actually grow up and become a journalist. I'll be right back. Lovin. Andrew Pollack and his family suffered a horrendous loss when his beautiful daughter Meadow was shot dead in cold blood in Parkland. And um, he founded an organization called MeadowsMovement.org. A few years back, he wrote a book, Why Meadow Died, The People and Policies That Created the Parkland Shooter and Endanger America's Students. 
Andrew Pollack, uh, thank you for coming on the program this evening. I greatly appreciate it. You've seen what's happened now in Texas. You see the same political ambulance chasers saying much of the same thing, coming up with proposals that wouldn't have done a damn thing to stop this nut job in Texas, Uh, taking things off the table like building security. Obviously, the police chief there really screwed up big time. What do you make of all this, Andrew? Oh, it's mind-boggling to me that it's four years later, and that and that district didn't take the, the necessary precautions to protect their faculty and the children. Uh, it's really, and it, it hurts me, you know, because now there's other families in my boat, in my club, I call it, that a club you don't want to be in, and I feel for them. But and it, but it's avoidable, you know. And you know, forget now. Like I, I don't even want to focus. Forget the politicians, either side. Okay, I want to focus mm-hmm. on parents. You know, mm-hmm. the parents have the power. It's their responsibility to make sure their children are safe. You can't leave it to politicians anymore. Uh, the parents need to step up. They need to recognize what's going on at their children's school, and, and they have the power to make a difference and change. This is extremely important because what I've been saying, and I'm so glad to hear you say this, parents who go to these school board meetings to correctly challenge the curriculum and what's being done to their children need to now add this to the top of their list. They need to make demands about securing the building, having trained, appropriate personnel armed right there so they can take care of business and take out the perpetrator and secure that building. They need to take over these school buildings. You agree, obviously. Correct. The cancer in this country, it starts locally, Mark, in the school boards. You know, it starts in the school boards, and it works its way up all the way to D.C., where there's a swamp. And it starts in the school board. But parents, if you want your children safe, okay, you uh, you have the power to elect these these like-minded people like ourselves, that want our children safe, that want the right curriculum. So if you don't have the money to send your child to private school, which a lot of Americans don't, okay, because that's my first, my first uh, number one thing is if you can afford it, you send your children to private school if you can. Uh, you don't hear about these things happening in private schools. And number two, if you can't charter school, you can't. If you have to send them to a public school, you have to get involved. Uh, I tell parents uh, all week long, I've been saying it, do tomorrow after you drop your child off at school, uh, go for a coffee, go back in 15 minutes and see if you could get back into the school. That's number one. You know, you, just because there's a single point of entry at a school, it doesn't mean that you can't get in. You know, if the principal of that school doesn't have a protocol of not opening a door when someone knocks on it, and if they don't enforce it, you could go to any school, knock on the door, a kid's going to open the door. You know, and that's, and that's what these shooters do. You know, they gain access, and, and the rest, you know, people forget, Mark, they were in May 18, 2018, same exact thing in Santa Fe, Texas, Mark, 10 people murdered in a school from a side door being left open. Mm-hmm. Now, it turns out in this case that the original story is not correct. The teacher did not push the door open. As a matter of fact, when she came in, and the video supports her statement, 
She tried to shut it and lock it, but the locking system wasn't working. Doesn't this again go to the fact that you got to prioritize security and safety, and you have to assume there are nut jobs out there who are going to try and breach the school? Yep, you can't assume there is, right? Yeah. We yes. know that. It's a fact. The way society's going, there is. But what happened to the next door for the school, uh, for the classroom? Why wasn't that? I haven't heard anyone say, you know, vote mm-hmm. a call in Florida. You know, Florida got a lot of things right under, at that time, Governor Scott. Uh, he got a lot of things done for the state of Florida on school mm-hmm. safety. And now with Governor DeSantis continues uh, doing it. But protocol is when the bell starts, the door is locked. Okay, there's another protocol. You know, they're hearing shots outside the building. Uh, we call it, in Florida, it's called the Code Red, a lockdown. Why? You know, I haven't heard. Was there a lockdown called? Did they lock? They should have shut. Every classroom should have been locked in that, in that school. What do you think? I mean, the decision by the uh, commander, the chief here, to treat it as a barricade situation with when there at least a hundred rounds were fired in that school. I mean, I have a guy, a friend of mine who's a cop here in Martin County, Florida, he said to me, never, never, we're told get in that school and take down the perpetrator. It's that simple. Well, I mean, you that, think, that's kind of crazy. Yeah, you would think after Parkland, right, You know, when yeah. that one deputy, they did have an SRO, he hid, they had him on video, 40 minutes he stood by a wall, with his back to his wall, to the wall, with his gun drawn for 40 minutes. Why children were in the mm-hmm. school getting murdered, right? And yeah, uh, didn't true. go in the building. So after that, I I really thought that I made a difference. And every officer in this country knows when they hear gunfire, you got to keep moving towards that gunfire. The only excuse that I could come up with, and I spoke with some experts in it is if that door was locked, it could, and they don't have a key or somehow to get in, it could take 30 to 40 minutes to breach one of those doors in a school. But this is all going to come out, you know, with the cameras and the videos. Well, also, we know that an off-duty Border Patrol agent, one uh, one of the highly trained ones, was off campus. He was off duty. He was getting a haircut. He heard what was taking place. He borrowed the shotgun from the barber who had one. He ran to the school, got into the school through another door, and started going down hallway and hallway and getting kids and teachers out of there, including his wife, who's a teacher, and his kid, who went to that school. So it seems to me, again, I, we'll, we'll learn it all, Andrew. It seems to me that there was a way into that school Well, there's a will, as they say, there's a way. And that guy had a will and a way. I want to come back, Andrew. Can you stick with us, sir? Sure, definitely. Meadowsmovement.org. Please check it out. Meadowsmovement.org. His beautiful young daughter who was gunned down. We'll be right back. Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in America with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the U.S.? They have everything you could possibly want like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, house plants, much, much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you. Find the perfect fit for your climate and space. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped directly to your door 
in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. My wife Julie and I decided it was time to add more flowering trees to our landscape, and Fast Growing Tree was a great resource for us. A large selection and no hassle ordering or shipping. This spring, they have the best deals online, up to half off on selected plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code LEVIN at checkout. L-E-V-I-N. Now that's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using code LEVIN at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com, code L-E-V-I-N. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. Please visit FastGrowingTrees.com for details. Andrew Pollack is uh, the father of Meadows Pollock, who was murdered in 2017 at Parkland in uh, Florida. He's been outspoken in trying to protect schools. Uh, you might want to go, and I encourage you, to meadowsmovement.org, meadowsmovement.org. Um, and Andrew Pollock has said, and I just want to stress this and have you elaborate on this, Parents, you need to take charge of the safety in your schools and your school district and not leave it up to educational bureaucrats. And you know what, Andrew? I would want to demand to see what the written plan is, what the written guidelines are, what the training is, the whole kit and caboodle. Tell me, what do you think? I think you're 100% right. And, you know, there's been a movement across the country. So there is like that with all the negativity going on, You parents are waking up to this. And they have the power to, to make a change. You know, you have to know if about the code red drills. That's what we call the lockdown drills, the single point entry. You know how many parents I talk to in the country don't know if there's an armed security or police officer at the school? And it's 2022. They don't know. You know, the more the merrier. You know, in Florida, you know, we did make changes in Florida. We really got a lot done after this. I worked so hard with the legislature. Uh, in Florida, we have, it's mandatory by law that there's at least one officer per 500 students in a school. And they're allowed, some districts, they're allowed to train school teachers that volunteer. They, they're allowed to carry if they go through this very intense training but parents don't even know a lot of them you ask them it's mind-boggling to me that they don't know everyone thinks mark it can't happen to me that's what they say can't happen and they said that in ovaldi and the school district said it and look what happened when you first heard about this what went through your mind in uh, this this recent mass murder well that this kid didn't just wake up that day and said he's going to kill his grandma and 20 people at the school, or 21, I'm not sure of the number. But he didn't, it just doesn't happen. Someone just doesn't, most of the time, they don't just wake up and, and, and go shoot up a, a, a supermarket or a school or a post office. You know, let's go back a couple of weeks ago, that shooting in New York at Buffalo in that supermarket. There were so many warning signs, and again, so look, this individual that shot up that supermarket, he threatened to shoot the school up when he was in school, and he was never arrested. I don't know what 
these mental health care workers are doing, but they're doing society a disservice. By you need to put something on when they threaten to kill or hurt themselves or kill people, they need to get a background mark so the gun laws that we have work. There's really good gun laws in this country, but if if someone doesn't have a background, it defeats the whole purpose. So by not Getting this on their background, it, it really it, it hurts society, and that's a way we could fix the system easy. Instead of just dumping these mentally ill, evil people at the hospital and leaving them there for a day, you gotta put you gotta put the program in place where they get in front of a judge and it goes on their background. Mm-hmm. And we don't see statistics, certainly not out of the federal government. At least I can't find them. Maybe they're there on the enforcement levels of existing federal gun laws and federal requirements. Are the U.S. attorneys throughout the country, in every corner of the country, are they really prosecuting these crimes in these cases? Do we have any idea, Andrew? Well, we know he he didn't get prosecuted in Buffalo for threatening Mm -hmm. to shoot the school up. The the more lenient they are, uh, the less likely they're going to have a background. I I think even the one... uh, the guy in in the subway in New York, he had so many things on him, and he still went into the shoot. He went and was able to shoot up the subway. So mm-hmm. the system's broken, and it's easy to fix. You know, when these mentally ill people have issues, or and my wife, you know, I only know this firsthand because my wife works in the. She's an ER physician, uh, and she does shift work in the hospital. And I can't tell you how many times people like. Just like that shooter that that most of these mass shooters that threatened, uh, they they had a they were dropped off at the hospital, okay, and never went in front of a judge. And she sees someone like that, I don't know, uh, on a monthly basis. Someone will come in once a month or once every month. That's uh, that could easily just be a shooter somewhere else, and they leave the hospital with no background. So no gun law in the world's gonna gonna work. And that guy who killed all those people in Buffalo, he was only held for 36 hours in that hospital. What are you going to know in 36 hours? And there is a process. You know, in Florida, we call it a Baker Act. But 99.9% of the time, it never goes to in front of a judge. And I could tell you another another statistic. In the last 25 years, uh, they, you know, they, they went and did research. 50% of the shooters in the last mass shooters, were seeing mental health workers. And not one had something put on their background. So, you know, if they're going to see a mental health worker and they're a threat and a danger to themselves and others, why isn't this going on their background so, so we're safe? So our kids are safe out of school or you're safe at the supermarket. I have a headline here, Andrew Pollack on Breitbart. Says Democrats to vote on six gun controls that wouldn't have prevented the Uvalde attack. This is the problem, isn't it? Yeah, none of it's gonna. They're gonna say background checks. Well, if you don't arrest, you know, universal background checks. You hear that word like uh, on a daily basis. But background checks only work if they arrest. You know, and think about it. That shooter in Uvalde, he could have went. I hate even saying this. It's like you know, he could have went in that school with a hatchet, Mark. No one was Mm -hmm. stopping him. He walked right mm-hmm. in through the side door. He walked down the hallway, went into a classroom, locked the door. He could have had a baseball bat, a pistol. You know, so looking at, you know, a weapons, you know, any, you know, I could, any weapon 
he could have went in that school with. That's not the that's not the the, the answer. Uh, more gun laws. Enforce the ones that are in place. You'll see a difference. They include background checks for ghost guns, gun storage requirements for homes with minors, additional penalties for gun trafficking and straw purchases, a bump stock ban, and a requirement that existing bump stocks be registered under the auspices of the National Firearms Act. That wouldn't have done a damn thing in Parkland. None of that. None of them. Not in Buffalo and not in, not in Texas either. Wouldn't have done anything these laws. So I don't, you know, you get these people, when they, you know, what bothers me the most is when they start spewing this, it takes away from what we really could focus on, real solutions. You know, single point of entry, police officers at the school, code red training. How about putting backgrounds on these mentally ill people that go and get dropped off at the hospital? Those are solutions but when you hear these things, you know, they're not going to accomplish anything. It's just chatter. And you know what? Some of these Republicans are just as bad. You know, I get aggravated with them, too. Mm-hmm. They gave the hire to work at the school. I don't have a problem with that because I don't think it's either or. I'm just being honest with you. Yeah. If they were serious about protecting these schools, just do it. It's they, not they, hard. They, they have the funds. They have funds for everything. They blow $200 billion out of that COVID money. We don't even know where it went. Yeah, they could just print more. You know, all they have to do, like I said, it's very simple. You you go to a hotel, Mark, you can't get in, right? There's only one way in. Every door is locked. You know, why why wouldn't they go to a school that they could get in access to a side door? You know, it doesn't make sense. And they're Uh, protecting the Capitol building? Local they're protecting the Capitol building. They're protecting the airport. They protect what they want to protect. And you're right. The parents, even those who are organized, but there are many that aren't in ser- several districts, they have got to get loud about this. They've got to get loud about this and push for action immediately. You're right. There's lots of groups that are forming. There's that one that comes to my head is that Moms for Liberty. They, they're, mm-hmm. That's a growing group. Get with the right people in these groups. They have meetings. There's power in unity. You know, and if they go at these school boards and they put the right people in there, and there are, there are the right people out there that want to run these school boards. You know, in Broward County, the budget that these school boards are controlling is over uh, over $4 billion in Broward it's just for the school enormous. district. Yeah. yeah, and you know what? I, I want to just say one thing because you, you have such a big listening crowd. Uh, yes, in Broward County, uh, we did get a lot of uh, accountability. Uh, those there was uh, one the one deputy that didn't go in that day. He ended up he got arrested on felony child endangerment. Uh, he's going to be on trial in September, where he possibly could lose his pension. Uh, the superintendent, you know, Ron DeSantis, Governor DeSantis, put in a uh, grand jury investigation into the school district after the shooting. Uh, he was arrested. Uh, the superintendent was arrested on perjury felony charges, Mark, and he, wow. he was fired. The sheriff was fired. So, you know, we did get a lot of things done in Florida, but, you know, there's still so much more you could do, and it doesn't happen in, unless the parents get involved. Now, does your organization, MeadowsMovement.org, provide some information to parents around the country? Yes, that they could go to secure my school 
dot com secure my school dot com i lay it all out for them what to look for uh how what how their school should ha- be putting the, the sa- safety at the utmost you know and they could read through it and then they could compare it to what's going on in their school uh we go out we could uh go to a school and look at look at their what they're doing in safety we have some schools we're doing here out some charter schools out in oregon uh we travel the country so if you reach out to us, we'd be happy to come to your child's school. We could do a presentation. We have uh, law enforcement agents that are t- trained in uh, trained in active shooting. So uh, parents need to go on there. They could see the different products we have on school safety. And uh, that's what I'm doing, Mark, just trying to educate parents uh, so something like this doesn't happen to them. SecureMySchool.com, Mr. Producer, let's flop that on all our social platforms. SecureMySchool.com, America, parents in particular. Secure My School Now. Secure My School Now. SecureMySchoolNow.com. SecureMySchoolNow.com. Ladies and gentlemen, I encourage you to take a look, please, and make this an issue in your school system as much as you can. Be very aggressive about it. You know, Andrew Pollack, you're a remarkable man. You've got remarkable courage. You may not think so, but you do. And uh, I want to thank you. I feel like I need to do that for my daughter, Mark. She'd want me to get parents and wake them up and just don't think that you could just drop them off at the school and they'd be safe. And, you know, I dedicate to educating them so something like this doesn't happen to them. Well, you're going to save a lot more lives, Andrew. And I guarantee you that your daughter would be so thrilled with her papa. She would be very, very proud, as we all are. And I want to thank you for reaching out to us. Okay. Thanks, Mark. Uh, Thanks for letting me uh, get my message out to your listeners. You better believe it. Andrew Pollack, ladies and gentlemen, go to securemyschoolnow.com, securemyschoolnow.com, and I'll be right back. Mark Levin. Now four counted as dead in Tulsa, and the gunman was killed by the cops. Exactly. I've been meaning to get to this. It's the most underreported story of the last week. And believe it or not, it's from the Associated Press. And I don't have a lot of time, but an Associated Press analysis of early voting records from data from L2 found that more than 37,000 people who voted in Georgia's Democratic primary two years ago cast ballots instead in last week's Republican primary, an unusually high number of so-called crossover voters. Even taking into account the limited sample of early votes, the data revealed the crossover voters were consequential in defeating Trump's hand-picked candidates for Secretary of State and to a lesser extent Governor. Crossover voting, also known as strategic voting, is not exclusive to Georgia this primary season, as voters across the political spectrum work to stop Trump-backed extremists from winning, this is a, a media report, from winning control of state and federal governments. The phenomenon is playing out in multiple primary contests, sometimes organically and sometimes in response to a, co- a coordinated effort by Trump's opponents. And the article goes on. We will post it on MarkLevinShow.com as we do all of our articles. Have you heard this from any news organization, from any journalist? 
It's in the AP. That's the biggest wire service in the world. They keep saying, we're going to see if Donald Trump has the muscle he used to have. But look, in, in Georgia, he doesn't. The Republicans must be moving away, Peggy Noonan says. George Costanda, Conway says. The Democrats are going into Republican primaries where they have open primary voting and voting for the opposite Republican that Trump endorsed. They're doing the same thing or planning to do the same thing, ladies and gentlemen, in Wyoming to try and save Dizzy Lizzie. Democrats going into the Republican primary to save her ass. Doing the same thing. They changed the whole voting system in Alaska to help Lisa Murkowski. This is the truth. We salute our armed forces, police officers, firefighters, emergency personnel, our truckers, our brothers and sisters in Ukraine, and the families who've recently lost loved ones. Hold on to this article, Mr. Producer. I want to expand on it tomorrow. 